I'm Misty Winkler, and you're listening to episode 92 of the Simply Convivial Audio Blog. Welcome. I am Misty Winkler, wife, homemaker, reader, writer, and classical homeschooling mother of five. We are Simply Convivial because we keep first things first and know that our attitudes, our hearts, set the tone in our homes and matter before God more than our to-do list. Thank you for joining me. Do you ever feel like you're going to go crazy? Of course you do. We all do. What should we do when we feel that way? Are there ways to minimize or prevent the feeling? Here are five suggestions that I have for battling or even circumventing the inevitable onset of crazy making. Let's dig in. Five Sanity Savers for Homeschooling Moms As homeschooling moms, our sanity is vital and often at risk, isn't it? Here are five strategies I have for keeping my mental and emotional buffer padded. Rather than things to do like get out by myself or carve out reading time or get exercise in fresh air, all of which can be important, the five things I am sharing today are mindsets, perspectives, ways of thinking that shift the focus off of whatever is dragging me down and fix it on something that will lift me back up. First, homeschooling is more than mothering. Homeschooling is a part-time job. It took me an unreasonable amount of time to learn why I couldn't get my to-do list done in a day. My list was full of phone calls or cleaning catch-up or personal projects. And often one thing out of that list of eight was all that happened. And sometimes none of it happened. It wasn't until last school year that I finally had a revelation. I am a work-at-home mom. I homeschool. Now, I know that some women work a job and homeschool, so more power to you. This blog thing is sort of a work-at-home gig as well. However, the category that we put our responsibilities in matters to our expectations and our evaluations. I teach multiple grades every day. That's going to take some serious time, and it's going to use up a lot of my energy. I can't discount that or not count it in a day's work. Give yourself the credit for being not only the teacher tutor of your children, but the school administrator and possibly the principal as well. Most of our day is spoken for in these responsibilities. Two, our health directly impacts our children. Moms set the tone for their home. Our ability to govern our tone and our attitudes is directly tied to our health. So our health is a huge factor for our families and homes. The healthier we are, the more energy we have, and the easier it is then to keep cool and govern not only our household, but even ourselves. We can't always manage a full night of sleep or prepare a satisfying salad for lunch in the middle of a draining school day, much less getting outside for fresh air and exercise. But when we can't, we have to make allowances elsewhere and not keep our expectations up as high as they might be if we were in better shape. And if you feel you need to up your game as a mom, your own health might be a good starting point. 
Three, have a plan and maybe even a schedule. Yes, it seems like the list is creating the frustration that you feel, but that's only because that list is expressing impossible expectations. Having no plan is not going to make that better. My post about three secrets about schedules and know your timelines explains this idea further. You can find those posts at simplyconvivial.com and use the search. Four, cultivate a growth mindset. There are many opportunities to learn and grow in the context of family life. It's also easy to take the path of least resistance and just slog through the mundane and menial tasks before us without taking an interest. That is the fast track to burnout. We will find more satisfaction in our life if we use the situations and responsibilities before us as a path for sanctification, for learning, for growth. We will find plenty of food to foster it if we're open to it. It seems like it takes extra energy that's not there, but learning and improving is one of the best ways to increase that energy, which will then in turn spill into every other area. As William Butler Yeats wrote, Happiness is neither virtue nor pleasure nor this thing nor that, but simply growth. We are happy when we are growing. Five, make downtime count. When we're tired and used up, the easiest thing to do is to turn to time wasters, a way to bury our heads in the sand and ignore our stress, concerns, and exhaustion. The time sucks that distract and flip off the switch, however, are only temporary and very short-lived reprieves. When we get back to our life, we will not feel refreshed or ready to jump back in. Instead, we'll anxiously await our next chance to just turn it off. When we have downtime, in the morning or evening or on a weekend, we need to experiment and find out what fills us back up, what puts us back in touch with God, with our minds, and with art. Then we'll be able to enter the fray again renewed, which is what we need to give our best to our families. And that's it for this episode of the Simply Convivial audio blog. Turns out, homemaking is a lot of work. It's way more complicated than we expected when we first got started. More than mundane housework, we come to realize the duty that we have as wives and mothers is to be the atmosphere of our home. Our attitudes matter far more than our chores. That's why in Simply Convivial membership, everything, even help with chores, begins with centering and correcting our perspective, our attitudes, and our relationship with the God who gave us the situations that we are in to steward for His glory. What He's called us to, we can do, and it's better to not do it alone. Join Simply Convivial membership not only for practical guidance in tackling your attitude and your actions, but grow in consistency with the companionship of like-minded women invested in the same approach. Visit membership.simplyconvivial.com to learn more.